0: Well, once again, we are here on the Simpleton Network. What's this going to call it? A network the now? Simpleton we're the Simpleton Network. network.
1: Heck yeah. yeah. Simpleton, Simpleton Network. network. Simpleton Review. There's more Review, than so. here, so we're good. That's right. <laughs> That's we are true. a
0: network. We are we are the trio. We are the three amigos, the three simpletons. Yeah, it's and it's it's I...
1: Hey, hey, hey!
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Come on, you got to do the dance, too. i, I mean, you did to get their arms up there. Come on. Okay, so we don't have some birds bra-
2: <laughs> I am simpleton
0: number one, Nate Wade.
2: And I'm simpleton number two, Charlie Gibson.
0: I'm simpleton number three, Lemuel Edwards. Right, and we are known as the Simpletons. And you can be a simpleton too if you're watching this show. You are an honorary simpleton. This week we are reviewing the movie on Netflix, the Netflix movie original called The Trial of the Chicago 7. And, uh, you know, it's it's written well, I don't know if it's written, but it was written, I think it was written, uh, but definitely directed by Aaron Sorkin. You may know Aaron Sorkin by such projects as The West Wing, which was a television, very famous television series back in the 90s. He's also done Shows like uh, The Social Network, and uh, I can't remember some of the others, but those are the two biggest ones. Social Network is was the, the the movie about uh, Facebook. Uh, it's interesting. So, yeah, uh, Facebook. Let's go. So yeah. Best
2: so the Chicago the Seven, is,
0: the, the Chicago Seven talks about the infamous trial of these uh, agitators, or at least that's what they were portrayed as uh, of, of people back in I think it was 1968, who. Uh, Protested or were going to try to protest the Democratic National Convention that year in Chicago, and um, chaos ensued as things did in the 1960s. And uh, <laughs> there were people that were arrested because they supposedly caused riots, and there was seven people that were put on trial for these riots. That uh, you know, nobody died, but people got injured, and and basically um, the city of Chicago, and not only the city of Chicago, but. Basically, the United States government in general wanted to put these people on trial as an example of what's going to happen if you, um, I guess, practice civil disobedience, for lack of a better word. So, yeah. So tell me, guys, what did you think of this movie? I mean, y'all know it's a real story, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, true story. Okay. so Charlie, go ahead. Tell me what you thought of this
1: movie. I I liked it. I thought it was really fun, uh, really great to see um, how they kept bringing up this is not a political trial. (laughs) It's yeah. <laughs> not a political trial. Not, not, not yeah. at all.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no. But, but obviously over and over again, it kept bringing yeah. up political elements. Surprise. Yeah, I'm telling you,
0: it, it's crazy. Um, you know, it's funny because you, you, uh, you see how the judge reacts to everything and – he's just a a clown basically i mean the (laughs) dude at that point i guess he had gotten his license if i understand right like he'd become a judge like in the 1920s or something like that so he he'd been practicing or being a judge for decades by the time he did this um did this trial and and i think he enjoyed the fact that there was such publicity around it quite honestly at least that's the way the movie portrays him as um but yeah it's just uh, you know they so they have six white guys and one black guy on trial and it basically you know the movie talks about seven
1: white guys and one one black guy
0: well it was the chicago seven seven, right because
1: it would have been the eight but they pulled him out
0: (laughs) well but he was he was on trial he he was on trial during that yeah he
2: was technically on trial
0: but yeah they ended up it was unaffiliated yeah right because he was he was um he was a black panther Yeah, he didn't have his lawyer, right? He didn't have his lawyer, and he kept on saying, "I need a lawyer, or 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 whatever." And the judge is like, "You have a lawyer." He's like, "I don't have a lawyer." No, you have a lawyer. You had a lawyer sitting right next to you. He's like, "He's not my lawyer." <laughs> not my lawyer. Finally, the lawyer's like, "I'm not his lawyer." <laughs> He's yeah. like, "You need to have a lawyer. That's this is the United States." That yeah, is, I kept yeah. Like, contempt. contempt of court. It's crazy. And then there's a scene where they show him getting bagged, uh, uh, gagged, and bound, right? right. And yes. the movie makes it uh, makes it seem like. Um, they they gag and bound him, and then they just say, "Okay, we're gonna have a mistrial." Just like within a few minutes span. No, in real life, that guy came into the courtroom for four days, gagged and bound, oh, before man. they finally declared a mistrial. Oh. Four days, <sighs> he went into that courtroom, and finally, they're going up to him like, "This is <laughs> the United States of America." <laughs> yeah what are we doing <laughs> gagging and bounding somebody in a court of law it was just it's just yeah, nuts when I found fun. out that it was actually four days I was like you've got to be kidding me
1: see, see and they did that with the the guys you know the prosecuting attorney's face you know you, you'd look mm-hmm. over there like I can't believe we're doing this you'd just have yeah. this you could tell that the emotions were trying to they're trying to summate that so that way they could get rid of it within like 15 minutes of the movie <laughs> right
0: right well and, and then of course the reason why the prosecution decides that he's going to declare a mistrial is because he realizes the public opinion is swaying in their favor because of this fiasco that's going on so it's like yeah let's get this guy out of here uh, you know he's a member of the black panther party they're trying to make him look like this big mean black guy you know because he's the founding member of the the black panther party in chicago and uh it backfires basically because of the the the, uh, the judge was crazy judge. but what was it was something like 37 contempts of court yeah the there was a lot it's just nuts but um you know let's talk a little bit about movie elements uh on that movie i i thought it was interesting now um i don't know if how many aaron sorkin movies or shows you guys have seen um, but he's very well known for being wordy <laughs> like if, <laughs> if you watched the west wing on television like he was, you know, he had these big pompous speeches that the president would give, and he'd solve middle you know, he'd solve world peace in the Middle East by giving some speech, you know, or something like that. So Aaron Sorkin had this idea that and, and even in the social network it was the same kind of deal, it's just the movie's a lot of words. And the Chicago Seven is still that way, but he they could have really messed up if if Aaron Sorkin didn't do what he did, and that was instead of showing everything that happened that led up to the trial at the beginning of the movie. He dispersed it through the movie and made it what moved the plot forward, right? You know what I'm talking about? Right, because they See didn't, they didn't yeah. reveal
1: like every circumstance that got him yeah. into yeah. prison in the first place. Yeah. They only showed they they like baited you in.
0: Right, <laughs> and I think that was a wise decision because again, the movie is a lot of words, but. I'm telling you, there was some good acting in this movie, don't you think?
1: Oh, I mean, uh, yeah.
0: Big names, right? Acting. So the dude, I can't think of his name, but the dude that was uh, big, poofy hair, he's kind the of the... medium, comedian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's Sasha Baron Cohen, right? Mm-hmm. The Borat guy. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow, that he did a me great away. job.
1: That was like Cheech Marin like, in politics right there.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> history
1: degree and everything. Uh, <laughs> just,
0: yeah, it was good. Oh, it was my good. My. good and then the dude that played like kind of the main character uh i can't think of his name now but uh that was the guy who plays um uh the dude from uh fantastic beasts i can't think of his name he's yeah. the <laughs> star of that show I'm, yeah I'm uh the like, like main
2: character from pillars uh, of the
1: earth on the um uh, miniseries mm,
0: okay
1: so he was in that he's been in a lot a lot of movies
0: yeah he plays the did, well did he
1: play the quadriplegic too in, on in a film he, play, um, he plays a quadriplegic in a film. I think, maybe yeah. um, the he's the um, the, sci- the scientist that. Um, uh, oh, like-
0: on uh, you mean the uh, the theory of everything? <laughs> yes,
1: theory of everything. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my. So gosh. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name either. All of a sudden, it's just totally gone off the top of my head. The,
1: so we apologize. for A, of right now. <laughs> a brief history of the world. Of uh, the movie is called The Theory oh, of
0: Everything. Man. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I you just know, can't think guy. of the guy's name. He, he, that guy, guy, right? He ends up dying. I mean, it's ALS is what he has, right? But he's like the smartest guy in the world. And St- Stephen, Thank Stephen Hawking.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yes, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, but he plays the. Uh, but his you know main role that I think a lot of people know him by is from Fantastic Beasts because he's the main. Okay the main dude in that uh in that series that's that's being put out in the harry potter universe of course it's Um, the harry potter universe yeah yeah but yeah he does a fantastic job i mean they're just really good acting that goes on in fact that guy he ends up becoming um uh, a senator for california and he's a senator for decades like 30 years or something like that and then he uh he, uh, he actually marries Jane Fonda. And so he has a kid with Jane Fonda. Um, so he was married to Jane Fonda for like 15 years or something like that. So yeah, so he's he's not a small name. And then the guy who was the hippie or the joke, the comedian dude, he becomes like a yuppie basically in the 80s. And he <laughs> yeah. becomes a businessman, becomes a multimillionaire, and he dies jaywalking across the street at uh, uh, um, University of California, I guess it was. So,
1: Ashbury area?
0: no no uh little down little in la down. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah usc i think is what it was or ucla or one of those colleges down there in the la area um but yeah so yeah that's how he dies and so he he died in the 1980s i guess got ran over by car so yeah, just thought i'd throw that out there but yeah uh <laughs> i i don't know i like the movie it was captivating it was two hours long but it, it actually didn't Did it seem like yeah it was pretty good i mean aaron sorkin's a pretty good director he does uh he does a pretty good job so uh Charlie, let's start with you. What did you think? Uh, what's your score for this movie?
1: I'm gonna give this one a four. I re- I enjoyed it. Um, uh, it was it was very entertaining to watch for being a drama, and being um, historical. I I really appreciated all the acting in it, uh, especially from from <laughs> from the the outcast from the Black Panthers. You know.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: He kept he kept he just kept with it, just like no, pay attention to what I'm saying here.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, uh, oh, it's irritating. I just wanted to reach in the movie and punch that judge. He was so <laughs>
1: irritating. Was insane.
0: Oh, and,
2: and
1: in then yeah. the closing scene with um, right. um, was was it? You said it was Sasha, right? Uh, yeah. I, I always forget his name. So I, when he like comes out and says, "Okay, you know, I've been clowning around this whole time, but legitimately, this is why we're here." Yeah. He goes. He goes. <laughs> I mean, history says. You know, and he just lays down the law, just like okay. He he goes. So and especially the part where he pauses, he pauses like for a second. He goes, and so the uh, he pauses during part of his testimony, and the and the prosecutor goes, "Wait a minute, why are you taking so long to think about this?" It's like, well, this is the first time I'm being on trial for my thoughts.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So so give me a minute, (laughs) right? Well, nice little, what, nice little dig in the lines. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of that. I mean, it's not actually very far fetched. It feels far fetched when you're watching the movie because you're like, you cannot believe that this kind of circus actually took place. And this is coming from somebody who watched a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, um, uh, I can't think of his name now. The uh, the slow Ford guy, the the football player. Oh my gosh! I'm getting oh, old, and man. I can see now. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, the The trial of the century back in the day with Judge Ito and oh, all those people. Oh, you know. OJ. OJ, yeah. I mean, you know, and that yeah. was a circus if there ever was one. <laughs> that but, was a uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm telling you. So like, uh, but even like where you know how they would always say overruled or, you know, oh, sustained. Yeah. When, they, when they would all say it, that really happened. It was a. It started to become a joke because the judge would say overruled or sustained before he ever even heard. Why the lawyer was saying objection for. So it became a joke. And so all these people are like, roof, sister. (laughs) (laughs) That actually (laughs) happened in the trial it was just nuts and then and then that whole scene where the end the end guy stands up and says you know the judge says hey you i am expecting great things from you you've been the most respectful person during this whole trial and then, and then he he, he starts him. reading all <laughs> of the names yes. that really happened it that really actually did happen happened. he read all of thought the that
2: names that would have been dramatic effect. no
0: it really happened he read all of the Dang, names that on that so piece cool. of paper <laughs> right. and and it, it's really good, because a lot of times when you hear about protests and stuff from the 60s, um, it, it always feels like they didn't care for the military, right? It's always, I hate you, you're baby killers, you know, whatever. That's kind of what we get from from that left-leaning hippie group What of history people.
2: class would teach us, too. Right. It's
0: like, oh, some people were really right.
2: disrespectful to our troops yeah. or something they weren't in control of. So, yeah, and well, these people, they were like, okay, not that. only
0: do we not want the war to stop, but we're killing our American people. You know the American uh, uh, American generation here, and I can't remember what he said. There was like five thousand people. Was that what it was? Something like that? Yeah, oh, yeah just during the like trial. trial. During, well, the, but the trial lasted like seven months. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's but still I mean, a lot it's of just, people. it is a whole lot. Well, over fifty thousand Americans lost their lives in the Vietnam War. It was a lot of people that lost their lives in a in a in a tiny little country, um, over a police action. The, the Vietnam War was never actually a war. It was never technically a war. It was a police action. So, um, you know, it's uh, why were we over there? There's so many arguments that could be made why we ever even stepped foot. Same arguments sometimes it could be made for why we find ourselves still in Iraq and Afghanistan and we still lose, you know, uh, our soldiers today over there in those countries. So anyway that's neither here nor there this is not a political cop podcast it is an entertainment podcast so <laughs> i am going to give the chicago 7 a four yep four that's right i'm gonna give it a four it is a good movie and well worth your time i think you should watch it let me know. what about you we haven't asked your score yet have we I think I'm gonna follow your guys'
2: suit and also do a four. I liked it a lot. It was captivating. I'm gonna be honest. Even when I chose this movie, I was a little concerned that it might get a little boring. But like you said, the fact that they didn't show everything up front really helped make it captivating. If it was just two hours of family trial talk, that yeah. uh, you that would have, I would have. Yeah, it broke the monotony. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like sure. the flashbacks and like showing the scenes with the cops taking off their badges and everything. Like I was. And,
0: yeah, it, it's yeah. interesting. And then you just watch it though and you just like, I cannot believe this actually happened. I kept on thinking that the whole time I'm watching the movie and I am just like, this can't be real. Sorkin had to put, this cannot, and I'm like, so I'm looking it up. I'm holy crap, it's all real. <laughs> oh my gosh, you have got to be kidding me. That really happened. You can't make that stuff up, I guess, is how the saying goes, right? It's just, yeah. it, it's nuts. So. All right, well, uh, we all liked it. It's a good movie. If you got a Netflix subscription, go check it out. It's well worth your time. I would have probably paid 10 bucks at a movie theater to go see it. It, it, it was good. It oh, was yeah. worth it. Oh, yeah. So we're going to move into another segment we like to call uh, Pop Culture News. That's what we call it, I think. If not, oh, wow, that's what we're calling it this week. <laughs> it's Pop Culture News. Charlie, we're going to start with you, my friend. What kind of news bit do you have today? So a little town in the northwest,
1: um, name of Seattle. A little uh, town a little town a little town never heard of it
0: (laughs) only the biggest town in the northwest but okay (laughs) exactly
1: but it's got a um uh museum of pop culture Hmm. i don't know if you knew this or not but they have a museum of pop well we started it right well (laughs) it's all simpletons it was all All
2: simpletons (laughs) and
1: there is a group of simpletons that are going to be heading up the next uh, um uh what would you call it well there's the founders award is is the next feature that they're having and there's a little band called Allison Chains that is being honored.
2: Oh, a little band.
1: Huh? Yeah, so these guys they're 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 uh, getting the hometown award. Uh, they're awarding their hometown and um Allison Chains um, uh, they're going to be they're going they're going to be um, uh, put together with a whole bunch of artists. They're going to do like a big um, celebratory uh, like concert and so a lot of a lot of covers um so like uh, mastodon another small band and uh, um, uh, um code orange and and like there's a there's a bunch of bands that are going to be playing like covers as well as uh like heart's going to be there smashing pumpkins uh dave navarro from jane's addiction all these guys are gonna show up and they're gonna they're gonna do uh, uh slip knots. taylor is even gonna do some sort of tribute thing for uh,
0: so alice all these chains. people are gonna be there doing a tribute to alice and chains that's that's what i'm
1: understanding is even like, heart uh,
0: even heart right wow wow that's cool wow.
1: Uh, and those are all
0: seattle-based bands for the most part right i mean well all those no not, not all well, some of them. But well, I mean, Heart you know, is and Heart like is. So, yeah. Uh, the rest of them seem like they're from California. They're yeah. all West Coasters. They're, they're all, all '90s bands for the most they're part. All 90s except for Heart. Except for Heart. Heart started yeah. a little earlier. Yeah, just a, just a little earlier, <laughs> 1970s. But uh, yeah, well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's really kind of uh, you know it's sad that uh, uh, what's his name Lane, um, the the lead singer, has passed away. Um, but uh, that's really awesome that Alice in Chains is, is uh, getting the, the tribute that they deserve. I mean, uh, uh, to a certain extent, I, I feel like uh, Alice in Chains did not get... I mean, they were popular, don't get me wrong. They were one of the biggest bands of the 1990s, but when you talk about the Seattle sound... It's not the first band that always comes to mind, right? Nope, you always Nirvana talk about. Kills
1: it first. <laughs>
0: yeah, Nirvana or Pearl Jam or Soundgarden; those are usually the three bands that you just pop in your mind when you think of the Seattle sound. And Alice in Chains is usually mentioned, but but I mean, come on, they're 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 um, not
1: they're, they weren't they weren't listed as a cornerstone. Actually. No,
0: but their their music is still <laughs> the test of time, and I, I think they're getting a lot more respect now than maybe even when they were uh, at their peak, uh, which is really good. I I, I really am sad that that um, that the lead singers passed away. And I'm, I'm sad as the days go by because uh, we're losing all those singers and all of those amazing people that made the 90s sound what they were. You know, we've lost Chris Cornell, and we've lost, um, of course, we've lost- uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, Kurt Cobain, and we've lost the dude from Alice in Chains, which I can't think of his name. I think it's Lane Staley. I wanted to say this name, but I can't remember. We lost uh, 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 the dude from- uh, Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, and uh, you know, we've lost a dude from Lincoln Park, and it just all these bands. It's just like, wow, why are you know, and and most of some of some of it's drug overdose, and 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 a lot of it's suicide. And it's just, it's it's look, I know our music was famous for being depressing, (laughs) but come on, that's what the music is for. You're supposed to get all that junk out when you're singing your songs, you know. I'm just saying. it's sad. Well, uh, that's really awesome. I'm glad they're doing it in their hometown of Seattle, too. And, and I hope the, the fans get a chance to see it somehow. Will we be able to get to see it?
1: Oh, yeah. I, th- I think a lot of this is going to be done um, uh,
0: uh, streamed. I mean, I'm okay. sure
1: a lot of it's going to be streamed. So
0: Sweet. That's awesome. Great. Good deal. All right, Mr. Uh, Lemuel, sir. Go for it. All Mr. right. Burr, well, sir. I'm jumping right back
2: into my comfort zone with this one. But... Some pop culture no, news God, here that's kind of interesting, and in my opinion, it's interesting, and uh, you could say it's economical or whatever. But these small devices that cost over $500 that no one's ever heard of, called the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox One Series S, yeah. are supposedly, last I read, anyways, having a shortage up until potentially April of 2021. Uh, oh, really? So. so- no, yeah, so you know, people who've already bought them or people who are trying to buy them may be out of luck for the next six months. <laughs> so when <laughs> Dan
0: when Dan said he had his PS5, he was pretty lucky. What yeah, me. no, he's extremely lucky. Like not everybody has you hear gotten You know that no Dan? Consoles. You're lucky. Of course he probably you probably <laughs> know. Dan. Yeah. yeah. So
2: it's yeah. crazy. Like all the like a lot of the creators on YouTube and stuff got theirs early and uh, even Snoop Dogg got like an Xbox fridge for some reason oh so it's all who uh, was, yeah but uh you know people like even Braden, like they may have to wait till april of next year so
0: well i know he's watching like he sees like okay so the walmart's gonna have this many at one o'clock and like he was mad the other day because he didn't get off work till like 1 30 and he knew they <laughs> were gonna be gone by the time he got off work so yeah he was kind of mad about yeah. that but
2: <laughs> yeah, CJ and CJ and Jacob, my in-laws got theirs, but they waited in line at a GameStop like three months ago for four hours to be the first five people to walk in and get their pre-order. So I i wasn't you. about to do that. So I just—I'm <laughs> chilling.
0: I don't even know what it would be like to have that much money to slap down on a video game player. I'm just saying, um, dude. These I, things I, are running what? Like the the minimum price is over five hundred dollars right now. That's that's the base price. But, and the
2: raising the raising the cost of an actual video game to seventy dollars now from sixty, like a just a straight game, without all the DLC or anything. So things are getting pricey. Um, sixty, which is bad and you don't me. even
0: own a hard copy of these video games anymore.
2: <laughs> not anymore. Nope. You just own the rights to download them and play. And yes, you will yeah. be paying. So 70. you're
0: not paying for the video game. You're paying for the rights. Yep. Well, technically speaking.
2: Up until recently you were only paying for the rights to own, uh to have the console in your house too uh that's a whole thing i read upon a couple years ago but some printer lawsuit uh the judge finally like a judge at some point basically ruled that your consoles and your dvd players and all that stuff you finally own but at first you didn't even technically own your uh printer like the company basically owned it you just owned the right to house
0: hmm. so well, that's weird all right well yeah. Uh, Well, you guys have fun trying to get your video game player. Um, (laughs) I think I might just wait, maybe upgrade my PC
2: because I'm too lazy for that.
0: (laughs) You know what? You are a married adult who now has a huge monthly rent, let alone other bills. You might want to just think about forgetting about the video game player for a while or at least setting aside a a slush fund where you're saving 10 to 20 bucks a month and then you can buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, j- I'm sorry, I'm just being right all fatherly now. here all of a sudden. What can I say? That's the adult in all of us. <laughs> well, all right, that's right. It's my turn, guys said. So shut up and listen to me. Nate, tell us what's making you happy today. <laughs> Come on, Nate. <laughs> Come on, Nate. So, a, a tiny little film came out about 25 years ago, done by <laughs> the amazing director, Wes Craven. It was entitled Scream. So they are rebooting the franchise, uh, and they're going to entitle this new uh, episode "Scream." That's an name. Yeah, it's not Scream Five. It's they're not. Yeah, it, out. It, it's going to be the fifth version, but it is not Scream Five. They are just entitling it. Um, Scream, and it is actually Kevin Williamson who wrote the original screenplay. Unfortunately, Wes Craven isn't around to direct it because the man has passed away. May he rest in peace. He's a fantastic director. Uh, just he's probably the best horror director out there. He was fantastic. Um, but it's get it, it is it's actually uni- uh, reuniting uh, pretty much the original cast. It's going to have Nev Campbell. Who was the star of the of the original show? It's going to have Courtney Cox, a uh, uh, David. Uh, what, what's his last name? David. Um, uh, I can't think of his last name. Anyways, uh, Courtney Cox's ex-husband. Actually, I think if I think about it, right? Yeah. So uh, it's going to have uh, uh, Nev Campbell is 47. Courtney Cox is 56. David Arquette. That's his name. David Arquette. Um, It's just so yeah, they're old, but they're gonna be in this movie. So I I don't know who the the target audience is. I guess it's us. (laughs) I don't know. Look, first movie was really good. Old people, run away from that monster. The first movie (laughs) was yeah. The first movie was basically a mockery, uh, in a sense, of uh, of horror movies and their tropes, right? And that's the
1: whole Seth Green scene. Or was it it Seth Green? Yeah. It uh, talks about the badness of horror movies. And, oh, look at how tripped this is.
0: But, (laughs) you know, because it's Wes Craven, it was still scary. Like, and, and he's, you know, Wes Craven is the dude who's done Nightmare on Elm Street, right? So he knows scary and... Uh, he made that movie just as scary as anything else. That was, you know, really just a, a you know, straight down horror movie. The opening sequence with uh, Drew Barrymore, and uh, you know, he's, she's talking on the phone. And, oh my God, that is that's freaking nuts. And so Lemuel, I don't know if you've ever seen a scream movie. Have you seen ever seen a scream movie? Yes. Well, you've seen the the costume with the white face, the white ghost face. Yes. Okay. Well, that's where it originally comes from. That movie is scream. That's so yeah. It's like probably one of the most famous halloween costumes of all time it has been for 25 years now <laughs> right? so yeah that that's it's coming out sometime um i think next year or maybe in 2022 i'm not quite sure but uh because uh, it just barely got the name written down so yeah courtney courtney cox david arquette neb campbell um, they're all going to be in screen five which is titled screen, screen, screen. Um, well, uh, you guys, thank you so much for joining us here at Simpleton Review. We're so glad you've uh, decided to watch this whole video. I hope you're still watching. Check out SimpletonReview.com. You can find not this shirt at all, but you can find Lemuel's shirt because he's got one on. It's called. Sim- you can find swag. You can subscribe to our audio podcast of this. You can read our blog where we've got some awesome news tidbits and things like that. So join us at SimpletonReview.com and remember to like and subscribe to this YouTube video. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't because I've got the uh, the, the thing on. So i can read your comments before i post them so if i don't like your comment i'll just delete it (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we'll see you next week have a wonderful time i'm nate wade simpleton number
1: one and i'm charlie gibson simpleton number two i'm lemmy Loward, simpleton number
2: three
0: have a wonderful time we'll
2: see you next year